This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Ho, ho, ha, ha! Remember me, old chum? You jolly devil. Welcome to episode four of the Two-Headed Nerd comic book podcast. First YouTube show and call-in show. It's called THN Cover to Cover. Here's how it works. Every Saturday from 11.30 to 12.30 Central, standard time, Joe Patrick, who's sitting across from me right now, you know him, you love him, and I are talking about all things comic with you nerds live. You can call us at 402-819-4894, or if you're watching this live on our Facebook page, which is happening right now as well, you can click the call now button and it will connect you to get in on the action. If you can't call in, you can always feel free to leave a message or send an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. But before we get started, ladies and gentlemen, sitting across from me, Mr. Keith Binder, say hi to the internet and everybody. Hi, internet and everybody. Keith is sitting in because Joe Patrick is injured for reasons I'm not going to go into, but... Yeah. I have. Uh, he definitely would have fell on your driveway. Yeah, he definitely would have fell on the driveway. Because I almost fell on the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should see my uh, my my driveway. It's way worse. Oh please! No, it's covered in nice. Regardless, we're gonna get the show started. But before we do, I need you to reset the question of the week that these nerds have been thinking and talking about. All right, the question of the week this week is: What is your best? No, other way around. What is your worst, best comic book series? This one comes from Joe Bankus, our very own friend, aka Casual Comics guy. So he wants to know the best, most critically acclaimed comic book series you read and hated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We want the haters today. Yeah, like the one booker, like, look, I don't get it. I thought Kingdom Come sucked. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man! And we're gonna get right into it, but first that just hurt my feelings. Joe Patrick, he's not here. Keith but. Binder, open the phone lines, and then there's this big sexy noise. It goes on this part. <laughs> open the phone lines. All right, kids, the phone lines are open. I want to hear from you guys. We're talking all kinds of stuff. We want to hear about Superman's putting his uh, underpants back on. My wife just brought me a donut from Bob's Donuts. Damn. No, you're beautiful. No, cool. Nobody wants to hear me chewing on the air. I want to talk about Dan Slott taking over Iron Man and leaving Spider-Man. I want to talk about all kinds of nerd stuff. Waiting for you to call in. And while we're waiting. Ethan Harrison says that you're seven shades darker. So he's been really keeping tabs on your Yeah, skin. no, no. I've got some tan going on, man. I was in Hawaii getting roasted. It was fantastic. I'm sorry. That's why we were off for the Ro- past couple Ro- of weeks. Roasted like roasted or like roasted like Both. by the sun? Both. <laughs> yeah, Maui Wowie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch that surf on the North Shore, bro? Yo, it's winter. Bro, his jaw's coming in. Whoa. <laughs> Let's check with Jeffrey Ketchum, a.k.a. Jeffrey. Got to catch them all. Hola, dos cabezas en peón. Whoa! It's the caretaker at the Marvel Lake House. JD got a catch. He moved to the Announcing that we have moved the lake house to Mexico. That's a great idea. Just letting you know. <laughs> so, answer for the question of the week. I realized I didn't answer the question last week. I just talked about the Spider-Man trailer. Mm. So, I'm going to answer both of them. Okay. Uh, so... My worst, or my best worst comic 
a comic that I like that no one else seems to like. I'm actually a really big fan of Kevin Smith's Guardian Devil storyline in Daredevil with Joe Quesada. That was, I really that was like awesome. It. What are you talking about? And I know about? a lot of people great. like to shit on yeah. Smith, but... And on the flip side of that, while I appreciate... Let's just break. I'm going to interrupt them for a second. Okay. Yes, we have shit on Kevin Smith several times on this show. Yep. He is not a friend of the nerds anymore, and he's proved that time and time again. And eh. it's a rant I'll go into later if you want to hear it. Now, Let's the problem was not his Daredevil run. His Daredevil run was wonderful. Yeah, it had one of my favorite Daredevil... It was amazing. Part. It had one of my favorite Daredevil Spider-Man interactions yeah, yeah, yeah. all Hands time. down. And his Green Arrow was great, too. It was yeah. stuff he oh, did yeah. later when he stopped caring altogether. That it was, was when problem. he went to D.C., Surprise. I mean, no, because his Green Arrow was really good. It's oh, when yeah, he tried to write Batman. God, yeah. I mean, really. Oh, yeah. There was more than that, though. He also he ruined Bullseye and stuff. That was yeah. awful. Okay, back to it. Appreciate what Bendis did for Daredevil as far as his work on that. Ah, man, it was such a slog. Oh, man, at a certain point, it's just like, how many times can we watch this guy get kicked in the nuts? <laughs> Both emotionally and sometimes, you know, literally. The answer was how many issues was it? And I'm just like, I I, I don't want that anymore. So <laughs> definitely seeing Smith try to take a different take. Smith was trying to do with what Wade eventually did, and I can appreciate him for that. So that's my answer for the question of the week: is Daredevil, Smith, yay, Bendis, stop beating up Matt. All right, boys. Yes, I've had some cervezas. Not gonna lie. Once a year, this is a tradition that I call in from Mexico. Enjoy it. Later, nerds. <laughs> you enjoy it. You poor drunk bastard. Jesus. So did he move? Did he like rearrange when the Marble Lake House to? It jumps did around. He, the, Mar- uh, the, yeah. the Lake House is a mat. It's sort of like the House of Mystery. Did he say that he liked? Kevin Smith's Daredevil, yes, because of what Bendis was doing. Because no, 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 no. Predated. No, no, no. no. He said he liked Kevin Smith and didn't okay. care for Bendis. All right. Now I get the Bendis argument because the while the Bendis run on Daredevil was amazing and I loved it, start oh, yeah, to finish. Absolutely. I totally understood why after a while people were like, "Oh my god, <laughs> leave him alone." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It did get pretty rough. Well, I thought it was very similar to like Ennis on Punisher. You know, like like it. How many times can he kill the same mob people? Yeah, well, no, you know? I mean, not even like, that though. Like the Punisher, I get. I don't want. But like nobody cared when it was the Punisher, you know, because well, I the Punisher is yeah. less lovable. I don't want to read like a feel-good Punisher story. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I don't weird. need good things to happen to the Punisher. No, I need bad things to keep the Punisher killing people. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. it. Good answers though. Thank yeah, you. Jeffrey. No, that was cool, man. I mean, we disagree about Smith's Daredevil, but whatever. That's cool. Oh. That's an introduction for the show, so I'm not going to play that one. <laughs> Who's it from? It is from our friend Aubrey Citizen, which oh, yeah. if you're listening to the regular show, nice. you'll hear an interview with him. It's great. Again, you can call us at 402-819-4894. We're talking all things comics and nerd news related. We're also talking about the best, your worst, best comic book series you've ever read. Meaning. yeah. yeah. Something critically acclaimed, something universally loved that you just didn't care about. This is going to be really hard for me because uh, I love everything. You do love everything. I'll give you that. Oh, I have a couple answers, and I'm going to have to whittle it down. And it's, the things I dislike are like universally reviled. So, 
<laughs> right now we're going to go across the pond. We're going to check in with Sir Ian Kelly. Stately Lord Fungus. That is. Stately Lord Fungus. Live from the Budokan, I am Stately Lord Fungus, author of Golden Globe nominee, How Much Wood Would a Woodchuck Chuck If a Woodchuck Was Armed to the Teeth and High on Meth? Whoa. And the number three selling VHS of last year, Let the Type One In. Oh my God. Today, I'm taking a well-earned break from tending to Mushroom Manor. Oh, 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 oh. Is holding a Take a little break. Pull. Take a little break from Mushroom Manor and let's check in. Thank you for calling. THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? And could you please turn down your computer? Otherwise, we'll get trapped in a time warp, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> this is Nate. Nate, what's happening, brother? How are you? Nate. Pretty good. I'm a little hungover, but yeah, I'm okay. Well, who isn't? I mean, come on. What were do you, you want to rap you, about were today? Were you at my bar last night? Because there were a lot of hungover people today <laughs> from there. Nah, nah. I played some Overwatch last night with some buddies and Hell yeah. uh, started drinking a whiskey. Try drinking whiskey halfway through, and that that turned out to be a bad idea. That'll do it. Who's your guy? Who's who's your who's your go-to character? Uh, I, I I main Arissa and Mercy. Nice. That's nice. Funny like story. That. My uh, kitchen staff bought me a Christmas present this year, and they got me a full-sized Mercy love pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. Oh it is my in my I basement know. right now. And on one side, she's risque. On the other side, she naked. My, my buddy Derek, <laughs> my buddy Derek would lose his oh mind. I need to take a picture of that and send it to I my buddy. I had to hide Derek. it. I'll give it to you and you can give it to me. Yeah. Yeah. He will love that. <laughs> Regardless, Nate, this is not internet sex pillow talk. What do you want to talk about today? <laughs> uh, for? Comic that everybody loved that I didn't. Yes. Uh, I, finally, I finally read Why the Last Man. Uh, you didn't love uh, didn't it, dude. Like it. Really? Dude, um, what? The uh, I don't know if it was you know because I read it post you know Women's March. Okay, but which one? Um, <laughs> the first one. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, well, the second one didn't two, count. The but, second uh, one they were supporting right, right, Trump. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah they all love him. Now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that was that was a really fast read. Maybe you should go back and read it. If <laughs> yeah, it was like, the whoa, second dude. one. <laughs> no, but go ahead. Um, but no. No, uh, reading it, uh, I felt like the dude who wrote it really thought women were fucking dumb and like couldn't handle like, uh, you know, society had broken down so fast with the absence of men that I thought it was like reading it. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, you, you know, there's no women that can drive a stick. Right. You know, the first woman he runs into, oh, there's no ladies that can drive a garbage truck, so there's garbage piling up. Like, yeah. Now, I, I will give you... What are you talking about, dude? That's an interesting point I, I will right give there. you... Okay, I'll give you that there. You can definitely see it that way, but I, I guess when I... And I'm not defending it either way. I mean, I'm a well-known internet misogynist. Everyone knows I hate women. I'm terrified of them. But... I will yeah, say, I talk to your I wife. Think, uh, think, she's the same. <laughs> she, yeah. I will say that when I read it, outside of you know what, like what you're saying with like the women's march and whatnot, outside of looking at that way, I just thought like there would be a major problem if fifty percent of the population disappeared. Yeah. Period. It just happened to be all men here. And I'm not yeah. trying to apologize for the book. And I've seen some of the same criticism. And I don't think you're entirely wrong. You know, it can be taken that way. It wasn't that women couldn't drive stick. It was that not, not enough women had CDLs. You know, laws still under. Yeah, I mean, laws like, still apply. The you know? garbage industry is largely driven by males. I think it's safe for yeah. me to say that. And I don't think it's a sexist thing like, sorry, we're not hiring any girls today. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think it's. I think but I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. I, 
you know, the, uh, yeah, it was just, you know, like, Hey, you know, what's, you know, there's giant bands of lesbians running around, uh, you know, beating up everybody. Yeah. Government. And I mean, finally <laughs> two women in government. I know. <laughs> you know, like, Oh, come on. Like, <laughs> look, pal, like I, go talk to a couple of ladies before you write a book about only ladies. being <laughs> left. You know, that's I just, fair. I, I, I read it and I'm like, dude, I don't see where people are cheesing. I mean, people are really like it. I'm gonna have so to I go, finally I'm gonna read have to it. Go back like, dude, not. It also may be a book yeah. that I should reread did it. really well in its time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when it came yeah. out, it was ve- definitely celebrated. And oh, yeah. I loved it. And I'm really curious to see how they handle the uh, TV series yeah. that's coming. I mean, it's a top five book on like every list. Ever. Right. So. Totally. So, and, exactly. I, and again, I, I totally. It I, could be that, you know. It's just dated. That I you know, think the that's ideas it. In it. Maybe, I think know. that's part of it. Definitely. When did it start? Ninety nine. No. It would have been 97? no early two. Th- I think it was early two thousands. Was it? Yeah, I believe so. I'm not positive. It could have been ninety eight. I thought it was around the time that Sandman was still like if, in no. its peak. No, it was after that. It was okay. definitely after that. So, um, Nate, thank you very much for your call. We always love hearing from you, and that's an excellent choice. All right. Have All a good right. one, guys. Expect, expect right, hate mail. I like the, and Joe, I like the beard. Oh, thanks. Yeah, the beard, man. It, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 I've been working on it, right? <laughs> Omaha World Herald made, Who knew? made, made me grow it. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> All right, Dave. We'll talk, talk to you later. later guys. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, Jeffrey Ketchum is now watching from Mexico. I feel like he's bringing us warmth. Oh, wow. That's you nice know. of him. Yeah. All right. He's either bringing us warmth or cocaine. One of the two. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go back. I'm just going to play it again. Start from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Because that. Ian always does a great job. I'm <laughs> turning yeah, off the ringer for a second. So deal with it, nerds. Sorry, I'll turn it back David. on in a minute here. Yeah. Live from the Budokan, I am Stately Lord Fungus, author of Golden Globe nominee, How Much Wood Would a Woodchuck Chuck If a Woodchuck Was Armed to the Teeth and High on Meth? And the number three selling VHS of last year, Let the Type One In. <laughs> Today, yes. I'm taking a well-earned break from tending to Mushroom Manor as Tarquin is holding a simultaneous pool party, high-explosives, under-fives event in the North Gallery. Wow. Mm. I'll be discussing during Secret the question of the week three. segment why The Amiga Men by Tom King is so beloved of the critics, yet so utterly boring and pretentious it makes Watchmen look like Boo the cutest dog in the world. <laughs> I fucking hate this book, and I tried to read it twice just to check I wasn't having a stroke the first time. The art by Barnaby Begenda, Begenda, Agenda is sort of okay. I mean, it's not the easiest thing to follow, and some of the panels just look like close-ups of the arse end of a bus, but it's not the art that made me so disappointed. Tom King is brilliant, there's no doubt about it. I'm a slag for DC, and his Batman and Grayson are fantastic. But this completely unnecessary reboot changed the entire story of the Amiga Men. In the new canon, the Citadel is now an interplanetary corporation. Marv Wolfman created some fantastic characters that fit right into the Lantern mythology, but this reboot is dire. Carl Rayner is recast as an emo kid with trust issues, and even their biggest badass comes out more Tony than Tiger. No, it's a bad book, and the critics lapped it up. Here's a couple of quotes, for example. Read this book. It's not just as good as you've been told. I don't know why I keep doing Southern. Read this book. It's not just as good as you've been told. It's even better, said comic book resources. Well, CBR are wankers, so their opinion doesn't count. King has taken an obscure super team and reinvented them in a bold, exciting way, said 
corporate fuckwits IGN. No. <laughs> Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning did this with Guardians of the Galaxy in 2008, and that worked. Look, my biggest problem with this book is, above everything else, it's just not entertaining. It's not exciting, it's not pacey, it's not funny. It's pretentious crap dressed up in a terrible sweater. <laughs> if Mitch McConnell was a book, he would be the Amiga Men. Oh, God. Wow, that was painful. Right, nerds, both of you at the same time, ask me what I've been reading. What have you been reading? Oh, no. Thanks. Sorry. I'll tell you, <laughs> planetary. Lots and lots of planetary. Yes, hell yeah. Ever since Sex Bomb pointed his todger in the direction of Wildstorm, Whoa. I've been like a dog with two dicks burning through book after book. Thank you, Bomb, you sex ferret. What can I say? I've also been watching Star Trek sex Discovery ferret. and the Orville. I'm not That's... sure which I like more, to be fair. I like the in Orville fact, more. Speaking mm, of Bomb, stop messing with that clip thing on your desk and for once, stop scratching your arm. Whoa. It's off-putting while I'm masturbating. Can't help it! Right. <laughs> That's what meth does. QE2 is just toweling herself down with the pelts of local children. Whoa, so I'll nice. deliver the first phrase of the week for 2018. Okay, first phrase and of the week. that phrase is, The Dog's Danglies. Sing along if you know the words, nerds. The, the dog's, dog's danglies. We say this when something is it. brilliant or a person is great at something. Really? Oh, look at her. She thinks she's the dog's dangly, she does. Really? I like, I like <laughs> it. I like it. Okay. The British rule. I'm invisible now, so while I study astronomy, I'll be writing my thesis on modern knitting techniques versus simply hitting a sheep with a hammer and stealing its coat. <laughs> Until next week, nerds, this is Stately saying, Joe Patrick... Will you go to the prom with me? Aww. He'll get back to you next week. He'll get back to you, definitely. The dog's danglies. It's just like, oh, man, that movie was the dog's balls, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Now, mean, it sounds know. better in British, which yeah, is a absolutely. language we know. It's not yeah. English. It's no, British. It's, it's British. Yeah, it's different. Or Britlish. That, that one's fun, too. Britlish? Yeah, it's like half British. I don't know. It's like pigeon? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I, I might not be getting that right. I hope pigeon's so, not like a racist term now. So, I don't know. It might be. <laughs> I apologize. I, I kind of feel like Kyle Rayner's always been an emo kid with trust issues. Okay, I'm going to second I that. Love I love Kyle Rayner. I love Kyle Rayner, Because too. I'm an emo kid with trust issues. No, that's true. I mean, you can tell by his dress. Yeah, Look at him. Like, I grew I'm out of that black. shit. I never trusted anyone that had nothing to do with being an emo kid, just being a jerk. Um, it was all the cannibal I feel clubs. like that's always been Kyle, though. Yeah. Now, man. I really enjoyed Omega Man. I really liked it. Once your girlfriend ends up in a refrigerator. Yeah, it's kind of over from there. <laughs> I get it. I... I I understand not everybody got into it. It was it was a little slow. Yeah. I will say that. It yeah. was because they were building this whole sci-fi world that just didn't exist mm. for the Omega Men. And I liked how it established them and it established some of the DC Cosmic U, but that's serious nerd shit. Yeah. I totally also get why someone wanted to be like, look, I want to read a slang but a slam bang outer space story. Just go. Yeah. I don't need yeah. the fucking trade federation and you know the blockades and all this shit, you know, or whatever. Oh, <laughs> I get that too. But I'm also the guy who loves the boom plan of the apes comics, and those are extremely yeah. slow. <laughs> well, I mean just, just that brought me up. I wanted to mention you brought up the same argument I have for Star Wars: The Last. Oh Jedi. right, <laughs> last like last two weeks. All right, all right. We got a call coming in here. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? JD, gotta catch them all. JD, yeah. I thought you were in Mexico, bro. Oh, I've been back for about a week. Oh, we missed a week. Didn't were we? You? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're so watching you, from home. So did you bring us the cocaine? Yeah. I don't know. Did you get that message? I know you live six months in the past, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we brought back $300 worth of tequila. Hey, that works too. Cool. I just wanted to sell yeah. the cocaine, so <laughs> that doesn't help me. I just wanted to rub a little bit on my gums and remember what the good old days were like. Uh, what do you want to rap about today, brother? 
Uh, just, I don't know, wanted to just call and say, hey, it's been a while. It has been a little <laughs> while. I apologize. I went on vacation. I went to Hawaii to get my That's tan right. while you were in Mexico. So we were both snowbirding, mm-hmm. which was great. I know we I've were missed on you. on the same latitude. <laughs> yeah, totally. Whoa. Absolutely. That just blew Yeah, because I was in Puerto Vallarta, and that's on the exact same latitude line as Hawaii. So okay. We were enjoying the same weather. Oh, it was wonderful. Hey, while I have you, last time you called in, yeah. you talked about mm-hmm. your best worst series that you enjoyed. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. And then you talked about your worst best. I did? You were... Oh, no, that wasn't you. That was... No, that was <laughs> no. So I'm going to know your worst best series. So the critically acclaimed oh. comic... That pretty cr- everybody else loves mine you could not get into m- mine isn't really a a, a series uh but it's a creator okay. um that counts oh, i just I like i've just never been able to get into rick remender really wow really yeah i mean fear agents black science deadly class even his x-force stuff i just wow i Do- try and i feel like i really should love it you really and, should. I mean, I, I you had, really should. I bought yeah. like I bought like five trades of Fear Agent before I realized this isn't for me. <laughs> do you do you I, I like do you like metal? No. Okay. There, there's the. All right. right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, a Fear Agent. Sorry. I get. I can understand Fear Agent because it was a very dark, dour, hard to read, mean book. It was. It yeah. was very much like uh, you know that like. Breaking Bad, a television show, which is like feel bad comic yeah, booking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it did not well, end and it's well. Not like black, and black science isn't exactly a laugh a minute. No, not exactly. <laughs> and that, I guess that's why I like it. I, I, I like it in the sense mm-hmm. that Reminder, you could argue maybe he is kind of one trick pony where he loves to abuse his characters and he loves to abuse his readers too. Yeah. We're like, you can't yeah. do that to him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah, well, I killed him and I killed his kid twice. You yeah. know, like, what? Yeah, it's because he and, loves and, and to a certain degree, that's. that's I mean, twice. I dislike Rick Remender for the same reason that I liked the Mark Wade Daredevil. Okay, mm. and that that's totally you can fair. only beat the guy up so many times. Yes, that's. And I mean, I, I mean, if you think about it with Remender, I mean, he's admitted that Deadly Class is partially autobiographical. So, aside from the assassin yeah, the guy's part, got, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, aside from the assassin part, but yeah, as far as like the growing up and the kind of you know. That's that area of it. Or, so, or maybe the assassin part is the only thing that's autobiographical. Maybe. Whoa. Maybe. <laughs> Breaking yeah. news. Maybe Maybe he's hanging out with Ted Nugent doing the deadliest game thing. Could so. be. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, but that's fair. I get you. He definitely has a tone that is not mm-hmm. for everyone. And you're not the first person I've heard say this. And I've actually read some other people very critical of him saying he's a bit of a one-trick pony. I guess I like well, that uh, trick. It surprises yeah. me a little bit thing. that you love Warren Ellis as much as you do, though, because Warren Ellis does his yeah, writes from a very dark place War- as well. Yeah, but Warren Ellis does it with a very much a tongue in cheek. Okay, he will very much, you know, he, you know, he has his is more dark humor. I mean, okay, I'll give you that. You know, uh, you know the idea of you know, uh, you know, yes, Transmetropolitan is about a very n- negative or you know uh, a very negative view of the future, but he also talks about, you know, a, a Mex- you know, a doormat speaking to you in a thick Mexican accent. Sure. There's that little bit of humor. I mean, anybody who writes about a bowel disruptor is not exactly dour. You know? 
<laughs> he may be he may be negative. He may be pessimistic, but he's not dour. That's fair. Know? Give Rick some time. He hasn't That's been in fair. the game. Well, as long. my my thing with Rick Remender though is I'm not. I'm not going to say he's a bad writer. I think he's an excellent and amazing comic book writer and his, and his series are really well done and they deserve every accolade. Ah, I'm just the, saying they're not for me. Tone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. It, no, it's just not my bag. That's that, okay. That's totally There's okay. Lots of other comics for other people. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, check out Mark Wade's Archie. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be set. <laughs> that really? is feel good comics. Right it's actually there. Mark Wade. Yeah. yeah. Wrote, wrote yeah. A, has a really good run on Archie. It's on Comicsology Unlimited. For, it's, you can pay. Oh, pay yeah. Money. Actually, I do have that saved. It's just yeah, it's my cool. problem with Comicsology Unlimited is my to read pile just <laughs> became bigger than. I, I God, have time. Yeah, God. we used to have problems I, with like stacks of comics, and now, <laughs> now it's like problems with yeah. digital it's like stacks. Digital stacks that are so much larger. <laughs> yeah. oh. I know. Shh. I have right. seven terabytes I need to read. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> and I keep looking at it going, I still have a book to write. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just give up on your dreams. It's yeah, fine. yeah. Just stop writing and read comics. Yeah. You'll be yeah. fine. That's yeah. it. Worked I, out for me. I, I, yeah. I thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I get upset, I just push my feelings down on my stomach uh -huh. a little harder yep. and read another comic book. And yeah. it's great. <laughs> it is escapism. Yep. So, yeah. Then I cry and go to bed. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> JD, always good to hear from you. Thank you for your call. I'm glad we were both snowbirding at the same time and we were spiritually yep. sharing uh, lines of latitude. That's awesome. There will be there will be a new Marvel Beach House report in May. Excellent. And I think I did send in one from Mexico. I think you've got it in the email. Yes. Were you drunk I when you wrote do? it? And Joe Patrick is working on I that right now. I was drunk. Yes, yeah. I was. That's <laughs> what you do in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, what I've been told. Much. All right, buddy. Thanks for your call. We will talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Perfect time. Nice. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. I know who this is, but why don't you go ahead and announce yourself to the internet and everybody. <laughs> This is Zach Hollowell, everybody. Hey, Yay, Zach, buddy. How are we doing this morning, Zach? How you doing? I'm doing good, boys. How are you? Well, you know, I'm a little caffeined up, but I'm good. I'm on three and a half hours good, of sleep. Good. <laughs> That's why his beard is a little uncounted. Perfect. You know? yeah, yeah. That's good, because I've got questions for you, and it'll really hurt your brain. Let's go. To try to come up with answers. Let's but do it's it. going to be the easy answer for Keith. Keith's okay. got this. Okay. Uh, you probably got this too, Matt. So here's what's going on today in my house. All right. Yes, my wife is taking my daughter on a little... Uh, my wife is taking my daughter on a little, you know, daughter, mom, kind of going out and get cupcakes and shit. That's adorable. That leaves me home with Ben. So, right? I got Ben. And okay. hopefully I can get him to sleep. Because if I can get him to sleep, I get to do something I never get to do. Play video games in the day. Oh, right? Nice. Yeah. So I've got my retro pie. So I've basically got every, you know, arcade game, every classic system, all that stuff. But I'm thinking arcade's what I want to be playing. Okay. I want each of you guys to suggest to me. A, not like Pac-Man, something a little more obscure, sure. an arcade game that you suggest I play today. Oh, God. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. Well, yeah. I, mean, I that's, loved that's a given. That game. That's, that's, that's a, a beautiful given. game. It was uh, such a great arcade game, though. Play play the, the uh, Captain America and the Avengers game. It I, is. I just beat that a couple weeks ago. Oh, it's my favorite. It's, it's, so, it, you can, it's you the realize, most hilarious. You'll be the one who's escaping. Yes, you can, yeah. It's my favorite you thing can ever. fire quarters into that game if you want to, but you can win that in like 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. It is so oh, yeah. short. Yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible arcade game. It's But it's just the, the terrible it's translations terrible. are oh, what God. are what I love. 
I'm trying to think. Um, you will be the one that is escaping. Other one. And it doesn't have to be what? comic book related either. Like, it's been a long time. No, it could be anything. Oh, you know what? Uh, I loved Gauntlet. the original uh, Smash TV. I loved that oh. arcade game. Screw yeah, it, dude. I may Play have Missile to rebind it because it's got the two joysticks. I yes. may have to do some configuration on that one. Oh man! But I, I can love get it. that game. If do you have the, uh, do you what kind of joystick do you have? Um, I'm just running an Xbox 360 controller okay. to it. You should be able to play it with the well, two that or two that sticks or then. you know I did build a joystick box, so I may use the joystick box. You should be able know. to do it with the two sticks on your Xbox 360, though the two uh, swivel sticks. That's yeah, totally I'm just going to have to go in and remap stuff, probably. Unless it's already set, who knows? I've got a Super um, Nintendo one that Bluetooths to my computer that I play it with. Is the, is the video game hipster uh, answer for this uh, Pong? No. No? No. Like, no, no. Absolutely not. You, no. no. OG. The video game hipster answer is Warlords. Everybody knows oh, that. Oh, right. <laughs> I, but I was going to say Missile Command because yeah. that game is stupid hard. Rampart's up there, too. Warlords. It could be Rampart. Oh, Rampart's a good Rampart's one. Good. Rampart was super yeah. fun. Uh, don't we have a Warlord? Uh, oh, no, we don't have a Rampart movie. We've got a, what's the movie coming with the rock with the giant monsters? What? Rampage. 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 Sorry, oh. Rampage. Also, Rampage? Rampage is so a good. fantastic video game where you like just got up and like punched down on buildings until they fell. <laughs> not, I, not a little. I only fact. hope. Go ahead. Go ahead. My only hope for that movie is at one point, one of the monsters gets killed and shrinks down to a human and has to cover their like yeah. penis and, and walk scoot away. The <laughs> like, that's all I want. <laughs> It does look absolutely terrible. I will, I will watch anything with the rock in it. I will too. Seriously. But uh, including just pictures of him looking at me dreamily. Oh, because he's so, so he's I've got so a game to suggest to you guys. If you've never played it hit me because I didn't know until like a year ago. This exists. Did you ever see the Punisher beat him up game? No, no. What? It's like streets of rage. It's, it's plays like streets of rage, but it's Punisher. And then second player is um, Nick Fury. What? What? What did this come I, out on? Yes. I will play this game. It's, it's an arcade game. It's, it was an arcade it's game? A, it's, and it's a sweet, yeah, and it's a sweet beat-em-up. It's a sweet, it's like, you know, kind of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles style, closer to Streets of Rage. Who made it's it? It's like you run around and, like, beat up dudes, and you can pick up guns and shoot guns until you're out of bullets, and then, of course, you throw the gun, you know, that kind of stuff. Who made this? It's super sweet. Couldn't tell you. Like, I wonder, you, I wonder you need if to YouTube it. it. YouTube I, it. Look at some play. It's awesome. I wonder if we have it in our storage at, at work. Punisher stand-up video game. I think it's a relatively rare game. Um, we're looking, we're looking like, it up. Yeah, I got to see this. Oh, oh, my God. This looks awesome. The Punisher. It was 1993. Wow. It's a beat-em-up arcade game developed and released by Capcom. Stars a Marvel Comics anti-hero Punisher and co-star Shields Nick Fury. Wow. I might get high and watch this long play tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you should. <laughs> and then I it's might have to find game. it and steam it. I'll Nate, bet I, Nate Aguilar yeah. says you should play Willow. Oh, I remember the Willow game. Oh. Yeah, I never played it. Willow was I fun. love Willow. It was kind of a gauntlet clone, as I, I recall. I I quote Willow far more often than I should. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, Every once in a while. I tell I out of the way. That's what I say to everyone <laughs> always. Whenever anybody's in my way. What about Journey? Did you guys ever play Journey? Like Journey Escape on Atari? It, well, like they had an arcade game where it was like you're the band Journey, and each member what? has to go get their their instruments no. and get back to that weird like shit yes album cover kind of that, shit that they've got no it's awesome yeah <laughs> are you kidding it's, me it, oh that's no like and it's like let's it's play like journey the arcade game character. you are not lying oh my god oh. 
Yeah. Wow. 1983. It, it's got MIDI versions of their songs on each level. You know, oh, I'm gonna have to watch that long play too. That oh. sounds amazing. <laughs> Dude, That's how about I just come so over and bring cool. some weed and we just do this tonight? That's, Deal. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. You mean bring? Let some me send my snack. Let me send my wife to a hotel and we will do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. Well, she can come over and help your wife take care of your kids. It's perfect. There we go. <laughs> sounds like a. Yeah, I think you just found the answer. Yep. Really. Yes. <laughs> Zach, thank you for your call. We always love hearing from you and you derailing the show into nerdy video game talk. I appreciate it. Hey, that's what I do. All yeah. right. Love you, boy. All right. Love you, love too. you too, buddy. <laughs> Darren Neely says Journey. Timber. Ooh, what was Timber? Timber. I don't, I don't know. Timber. I don't know. Let's go to Scott Clark. He's a relatively new caller, but I like this guy. I feel like I know that dude. He's been doing it well. Hey, Joe and Matt. This is Scott from Cocker Falls, Ohio, calling in for the question of the week. And I'm going to really have to confess here that I'm not really sure what the question is. I'm pretty sure you guys <laughs> took two weeks off, which would lead to me believing that the question was, what was the comic series that everybody liked and it was critically acclaimed, but you secretly hated it? That uh, as opposed to the flip side of the coin, which was the last question you guys asked. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold Live on. callers get priority. I apologize. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who this? Good morning, gents. David Robbins calling. Dave, Dave how are you doing, Dave? I feel like I haven't heard from you for a little bit. And it's been a little bit. I uh, called you before the, the uh, new year, but I uh, saw you guys uh, going on this morning. Thought yeah. I'd give a call. Wicked. Hi, hi David. You don't know Good me. Good morning, sir. What do you want to rap about this I, morning, I, David? I do not recognize you, sir. I apologize. Oh, Keith is an old time, sometime. Uh, co-host, yeah. fill in when Joe Patrick, uh, I've, you know. I've heard the name. Yeah, did yep. not recognize him. We the kick his name around a lot theory. on the internet. We really run him through the uh, ringer, but he deserves it. Don't <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> True. What do you want to rap about? Well, I have a hot take about Netflix Punisher. I love oh, hot takes. Go. <laughs> okay, so I was a little behind the uh, the curve on this one. Didn't get a chance to watch it when it dropped. Sure. Finally got a chance to watch it like the week after new year's, you know, so I, I, I've got about a week or two, you know, post post Frank castle. Okay. And, uh, here's my thoughts. Okay. Um, I enjoyed him immensely in season two daredevil. Uh, I thought Bernthal did a really good job with the character. Okay. I thought the way they used him was great. I did not have anything bad to say about that storyline in daredevil cut to the show. Is it better looking than Iron Fist? Yes. Definitely. Without is it better a, acted? Is it better acted than Iron Fist? Without question. Yes. Sure. Is it better cast than Iron Fist? Oh, absolutely. With the exception yeah. of with the exception of uh, the FBI agent, yes. Okay. I I, I do not care for her. Oh, she's great. I, eh, she's all right. I just not my preference. I, I like I, I could have I think they could have could have cast somebody little bit better for the for the role okay sure fair enough do i like do i like iron fist no do i like punisher more than iron fist no because i don't give a damn about frank castle okay interesting all right that's fair enough i think the show as a whole the show is good it's well done. It's, it's quality made. There's the fight scenes are way better than iron fist. Oh, Everything yeah. about it is better, but I have, I just don't care. Well, let me ask you this. What about the there, Punisher you know, in comics? Do you love, do you like the Punisher yeah. in comics? The, no, 
No, okay. not at all. Um, I, th- yeah. I think the only I think the only way I really liked him was I liked him when they had him in that run of Thunderbolts. When it was him kind of not running the show, oh, not calling yeah, the shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who wrote that, but that was, was fun. A while ago. That was fun. Yeah, when it was like him and Electra and yeah. uh, Deadpool and they all had to deal with uh Thunderbolt Ross. Right. I remember there was you know, yeah, I, it was like a soft was, relaunch of the Thunderbolts, basically. Yeah. But I just I I can't get behind Frank Castle. Is he tragic? Yes. Does he have, you know, reason to be upset? Yes. But Every story for the Punisher is exactly the same. They're responsible for killing my family. I'm going to kill them. Wait, no, they're not the ones that were in charge. These people were responsible for killing my family. I'm going to kill them. No, wait, they're not the ones who are in charge. They're the ones responsible for killing my family. I'm going to go kill them. And it's one step above every single time, and it doesn't matter who it is. I just don't care. I don't disagree with you. I think when they keep revisiting that, the they yeah. keep going back to no. It turns out these people give. I don't care about that. Look, I think no. I I think that the 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 interesting part of it is that he can't even when he like thinks he's gotten closure, he can't let it go. That's where I was going. And go. then and then like he just digs deeper because there's always something deeper, right? You know, pretty soon he's next season he's gonna have to kill the president. <laughs> you know? I guess yeah. My favorite Punisher stories are the ones where he's gone he's lost like that stuff is in the background yeah. my family was killed that's why i'm doing what i'm doing but i'm over that and now i am literally just a serial killer yeah, yeah. i'm a serial killer yeah, that is doing the work that i don't think the heroes are doing correctly and yeah. that's what i like about the character well he's he's batman if batman were in the real world and like, but he's and way like, harder to write than really batman messed up. because batman is yeah, so because you know yeah because you have to like balance I, all that right so and it's hard so he's a likable character i disagree right. I disagree with the he's Batman if Batman were in the real world. I disagree with that because he's Batman with no morals. Yes. Yeah. No, there's, there's or Batman with a moral okay, compass that's completely that, that's reset. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the real world. No morals. Well, not, not even, not even moral compass. No, 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 not, not the real world. Not no morals. He's, he's, he's Batman when he's like Batman is, is broken. We, we, we were understood this, that none of Gotham would happen if Batman didn't exist. Sure. Yeah. None of, none yeah. of anything in Gotham city would exist if Batman didn't exist. So it's, it's a self-perpetuating circle. Right. We, 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 we accept this Frank Castle and nobody can even say that he's the, the soldier that's gone one step too far because Captain America is a soldier. Sure. And mm-hmm. Captain America, Captain America will get the job done, right. but he won't go that step for for the, the just completely you know saying no this is the only way you got to do it and that's where frank castle goes he he he's gone beyond being a soldier beyond being a vigilante beyond being an anti-hero he's a serial killer yeah that, plain and simple yeah. that's okay now plain and simple everything I mean, that you're saying i, I, I love that is exactly Deadpool. how Deadpool i defend the character <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what i mean everything you're, you're saying and i get i totally see your your point of view i completely agree with you but everything you're saying is why i like that character i guess because this is that place where i want to see that this is that guy that doesn't it's not black and white this guy's on the black side yeah you know what i mean and can that get old yes i feel he's a character of a bygone era he's the charles bronson he's the dirty harry totally he's he's a character from you know a time gone by that you know talk about captain america being a man out of time I think Frank Castle really is a man out of time. Fair enough. That, that, that character, that character, like it's not suitable 
for these times anymore. So you're ready for like, the death of the know, Punisher I'm, is what you're saying. I, I, re- well, I think it's, I think it's way overdue. You can okay. fix him. I think it's way overdue. He did die. I mean, Frankencastle. We, we, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's make him a Frankenstein's monster. That's better. Rick Remender. There you go. <laughs> there we um, go. It was fun. It was fun. And, <laughs> you know, and I just, I feel like there is a way to do a character similar to him without going so around the bend. Fair. That's as fair they enough. have with Frank Castle. Fair enough. You know, and, and, like when you use him sparingly and the story is not about him, but about the, the collateral damage or the, the hurricane debris around him right. as they did in daredevil season. It's like two, what they did in daredevil. I totally agree. Then, with he, that. then he's a good element, but when he's the focus of it, it's just, I, I don't care. You have to like the character. You ha- you, you have to be yeah, invested in the character and you're not, and that's fine. That's totally fine. Well, And, and here's the thing though. They give you no reason to like it. Yeah. And I know. And I guess I don't want a reason to like him. The reason yeah. I hated the other Punisher movies is because they would constantly be like, well, he's kind of in love with this girl. And like, <laughs> oh, he feels for that lady's kid. I don't know. Warzone like, was pretty great. I don't need that. No. It I was loved the Warzone. opposite of great. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Somebody's got to go kill Castle. It may as well be us. Yeah. I mean, like, Jigsaw was terrible. Oh, but, my like, God. It, now, was, now here, it was Frank Castle versus the I Wet have, Bandits from Home Alone. It was so bad. <laughs> here's the question I have, and maybe I'm missing a story that that uh, might actually be good. Has Ghost Rider ever tried to take over Frank Castle? No. Oh, that would be cool. No, but I would be willing to see that. That'd because be awesome. Because that he, he seems like more a spirit of vengeance anywhere in Marvel than anybody else. That's absolutely true. I got another call coming in here. I got to let you go. I appreciate that, though. That was a great Punisher talk. Thanks, David. So, yeah, I just want to give my hot take. Enjoy the day, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Dave. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. I think I just lost you. Call back. Call back. I lost call you. Back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're waiting for you to call back. Let's go back to our voicemail from Scott Clark. What comic which was critically panned and uh, you secretly like? Um, I unfortunately didn't get to answer the question last week. So uh, without further ado, I want to answer both questions. The first one would be what comic book that I like that everybody else hated. And I'm, I'm guessing everybody else hated it because it was canceled. And it actually led to Jim Shooter's um, uh, termination at Marvel Comics. And of course, that means that I'm talking about uh, or the new universe. I, I, I know that there was a bunch of titles there that were pretty much unreadable like Kickers Incorporated and <laughs> oh, they were yeah. pretty bad. They were bad and I, I kind of even bad knew it even way. at the young age that I was reading that but at the same time I loved it. I loved the concept of it. I liked how like none of the superheroes actually or you know whatever you want to call them didn't wear costumes. They were all like kind of agents of some kind of uh, government organization and I really dug it even though it was bad even after uh, the uh, for lack of a better term uh, mid-season redirection of that series where John Byrne took over uh, Starbrand and got the best title out of all the titles and made it the worst title out of them all. Yeah. Um, I still kind of dug it. Um, I know I'm running out of time, so <laughs> let's get to the second question, which was what is my least favorite comic that everybody else tends to like? And I would have to say, no contest on this one, um, Squirrel Girl is awful. I hate it. I don't know why you guys like this. Uh, totally every podcast I listen to, everybody 
I talk to always gives the same answer. Man, Squirrel Girl is so great. And, and I can I can almost dig what they're saying because it does have a positive message. I hate it. I hate it. It's like uh, so much effort to put into reading this comic, which gives you a little chuckle. And, and, yeah. and it's not funny enough for the, for the effort I have to put into reading it. Guys, talk to me and tell me what I'm missing here. And tell me You're how good, good joy Squirrel Girl is because uh, I, I, I hate it. I can't stand it. Oh, it's so bad. All right. Well, I got to go. I'll talk to you guys later and uh, bye. Okay. You're not wrong. To be fair, you're not I've wrong. I've never read the the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Okay. I read a good chunk of it. Yeah. And I kept reading it because people kept saying, oh, it's so great. It's so fun. I love it so much. Was it cute? Absolutely. Was it well written? Sure. Was it funny? Eh, not so much for me, but not I a, guess there were some cute little things that happened that someone mm, might be like, or whatever. Serial killing it yeah, not, not even that. <laughs> it's like, and I'm fine with the character and shit. And I was fine with the way that it was written and the art was very good. I just didn't fucking care. I loved Bendis's there was nothing there. Squirrel Girl and, and New Avengers. You know what it was? It was twee. It was just ah, completely yeah. twee. Like, oh, it's cute and it's fun and it's empowering and yay. And like, yeah. I, whatever. There's plenty of like empowering books out there that are fun and are funny and are well done. I, I also, I don't give a shit about Squirrel Girl, the character, right, right. period. And don't give me this, well, she beat Wolverine once. Bullshit. Okay, it was off panel and it's a goddamn joke. Like, was, it, was it off panel? Yeah, it was off panel. I don't think it was, it was off ridiculous. panel. New, New Avengers. No, this is something else. Because she whooped up on him in New Avengers. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm totally with you, Scott. I And Iron Fist. I, same fight. Don't care about Squirrel Girl. And I did not think it was very funny. I think there's, I think there's, uh, I think it, when I look at it like that, it's like, I know the audience they're going for maybe yeah. skews a little younger than I think it should. Yes. I, I think, I think. That's my exact argument. I think they should like go a little higher or treat the people that are younger, like, more intelligent. Give them a little maybe? more credit because it's like they wrote it for like 12 and 13 year old girls. But it's reads for like six and eight. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I, I would argue the opposite. They like wanted it to be read by young adults all the way up to like 30, right. but it was written for 12 and 13 year old girls. It felt like a Disney comedy to me. Whereas Miss Marvel. Yeah. Whereas Miss Marvel is really well yeah, written yeah. and really well drawn and has moments of humor, you know, and it and treats the character with more respect. Yeah. I would argue. Not and not because like they de-aged Squirrel Girl or whatever. I just and I don't hate the book. I'm not like you. I don't hate it. I just don't think it's as good as everybody says it is. Right. And it got canceled, you know, for sales reasons. So yeah. I don't know. What can you do? It was a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, it's a conspiracy. We don't want to read books about girls with tails. Give me a break. <laughs> Some Tom Barrett asked if you guys are gonna make the Seattle comic on this year, Emerald City. I'm no. like, no. No, I'm afraid I'm not. I, I went wish, to Hawaii for two weeks and blew I all my vacation all out of the water. <laughs> all right, here's this caller. They're getting us back now. Thank you for calling Teachin cover to cover. Caller, who this? And please no, I have a, turn your I have a question for Alan Moore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's sitting right across from me. Go ahead. I am a wizard. Are you mad? Are you are you mad at Jeff Johns? Uh, Are you mad about Doomsday Clock? <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm Are you kidding me? He's so incensed. Angry. Look at him. Uh, <laughs> why did, did, you put a, did you put a hex on them and that's why their movies are so bad? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, Green Lantern tanked because I was angry. Okay, first introduce yourself. Who is this? Who do you think it is? I don't this know. is your co-host, Joe Patrick. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't tell. He was doing like a funny, stupid voice or something. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, hi, Joe. How you feeling? 
Hi, Keith. I'm good. I'm icing my knee. I hurt myself very badly. Yeah, you would have iced your knee real hard if you tried to make it up this, oh, this hill. You would have been fine. I almost fell. You could have crawled. You would have been fine. No. Matt, walking, walking up to the ziggurat every week is like going on the baton death march. Oh, give me a break. You gotta be kidding! On a regular basis, <laughs> uh, it's pronounced Batan. Yeah, and uh, any survivors <laughs> well, of the Batan Death March are no longer listening to this show. Wow! Thanks a lot, well, Joe. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not now. <laughs> I All mean, right. I wonder if Alan Moore is uh, angry at Jeff Johns right now. No, I'll, honestly, I bet Alan Moore doesn't give a shit, and he's not even paying attention anymore. Probably not. I, mean, I think um, I think he's written this off long ago. And every once in a while, he'll grant an interview, and they'll be like, well, "What do you think of this?" And they'll be like, "What do you think I think of it? Who cares? <laughs> Fuck off!" You know. I'm gonna go back to my wizard hovel. Yeah. Sorry, that was. Not I mean, British that's not really what I. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh, little Lulu, I love you. <laughs> uh, okay. That was. Remember when Alan Moore was on The Simpsons? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. <laughs> I forgot. Watchmen Babies. Yeah. For Vacation. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> Watchmen Babies. Be for Vacation. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, look, I just wanted to call up and say uh, thank you to Keith for stepping in for me. Uh, sorry we took so much time off, and then I still could not come be on the show. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's um, a bit pathetic, I'll be honest. But, but you know. uh, in my defense, Matt wanted to cancel cover to cover, and I made him stick with it. So good, you're welcome. Good boy, Matt. That's true. The people need to be heard. Uh, That's true. All right. I'm hanging up on you. We got important. Wait, no, I want to know what his answer is. Yeah, what's your answer? Oh, uh, uh, ironically, it's Watchmen. <laughs> really? really? Um, no, you know what? Uh, you fine. didn't love Watchmen. I don't, I don't hate Watchmen. Um, so it's not exactly the, the right answer, but. Um, I did not come to Watchmen until I was an adult. Mm. And so by the time I read it, it had been overhyped so much and deconstructed and imitated a thousand times in a thousand comics that I had been reading for 20 years. Okay. And so by the time I actually read it, like I appreciate it for what it is, but it, it does not, I did not feel that impact that, a lot of people read uh, had when they read it in the mid eighties. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. like I think you probably just um, weren't angsty it, enough anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the same thing with Dark Knight Returns. I think Dark Knight Returns is a lot of fun, but I didn't read it until I was way older. All right. Well, I'm hanging and, up on you because um, you host this show, and we got somebody else calling in. So goodbye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that guy. Nobody wants to hear from him anyway. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. I just hung up on Joe Patrick to For talk you. to you. Who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. The king of the THN forums. How are we? And what do you want to wrap Your about highness. today, sir? What's going on, guys? How are you? We're just chilling. We're, We're just chilling. We just, we just, I mean. We're talking about worst, best comic series. A comic book series like, that you, that everybody else loved. The whole rest of the world loved. And you don't get it. Joe you Patrick said I'm gonna, Watchmen. So send I'm going to right, tell you right now one word. The word is blankets. Oh wow. my God. Oh my God. Really? Fuck that. Fuck that whiny indie <laughs> bullshit. No, thank you. It is the mountain goats of comics. <laughs> wow. Oh, it is. It is so like self-indulgent. Yes. And like, cause I, I mean, it's 500 I mean, it's pages. Autobiography. It's, I, yeah, I know he's the worst. Apparently it's 500 <laughs> and, I think it's 535 pages. He spends 500 
lamenting the loss of this girl and you're all invested and then he wakes up and he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm okay with it. Here's another 20 pages about nothing. And it's like, excuse me. It is a phone book. It is absolutely a phone book of Felix. (laughs) Yeah. But, but he just like turns on a dime and is like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, no, no, no. You need to edit the script before you, you print this whole thing and make me read it. Like, no, that's not, that's, this is horribly paced and you wasted my life and I want my money. Back. Okay. He's talking about Craig Thompson. Yeah, it shows up on everybody's like muscle wrist. This is Craig Thompson's Blanket. autobiography blankets. I think yeah. it is a wonderful book. So I really do. I. Now I read it in Fart 2003. I, <laughs> I read it in 2003 when it came out and Not that it's out of time or anything like that, but there was definitely nothing like it on the stands at the time. For sure. Looking back, is Eh, it completely self-indulgent and emo and crybaby garbage? Yeah. Probably. But I would also say that some makes it great. (laughs) Now, if you're not into that, that's fine. And I totally get it. And I had other friends that were just like, I read a hundred pages of this and then I threw it, you know, <laughs> just like, yeah, no, I, I, I remember turning, you turn the page. It's like page 500, 498, something like that. And it just like, it changes gears. And then he's like living this different life. And I'm like, what book is this? What, what did you do to me? What, what is this? This is not how this works. You, and now the idea that because people say, Oh, well it's authentic and that's how life is. It's like, sure. yeah, but I'm not spending every day. Like that's not what a book is. A book is like you edit it and you, you tell it with some finesse and yes. but, you know, like it's not like it, it doesn't work that way. Like if you live, if you have a friend who goes through something like that and you're with them for like a year and a half and they're getting over someone and like, and that's fine. Cause it's over a year and a half, but you don't, you know, you don't blow through 500 pages and all of a sudden be like, eh, Oh, well, all that stuff I talked about, that meant nothing. It's like, you really dragged me through this. You really did. For nothing? No, no, thank you. Maybe it was indicative. So I won't read it. Maybe it was indicative. I won't of read like, the thing that has his name on it. Wow. wow. Habibi is awesome. Yeah, I would, tell you, yeah, I would no, tell you his other done. stuff is a lot, like the, the fiction that he's worked on is a lot different. And no, oh, yeah. Arguably. You know I will not be better. lied to again. <laughs> I will not be lied to again. <laughs> That's fair. I won't be fooled again. <laughs> oh, I can't do that. Can <laughs> you got that right. Yeah. Um, no, thank you. Okay. Well, I thought it was like indicative of like him writing the whole thing and then that doing it for him and being like, oh, yeah, I'm fine now. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what it was. He that's was great. You, he was working you don't through publish something. it afterwards. Yeah. You know, like, you, don't, like the, you know what I mean? Like, if you do, like, keep that you shit wrote, to like, yourself. Okay. <laughs> Write it up well, a you, you do it. And it, like, if you, if you were writing like an album and you're like, it's all about my breakup. And then the last two songs are like, yeah, but I'm good now. Like everything. It's like, no, no, we're, no, like you keep the, your theme is not like everything's good. Your theme is all the stuff you're, and like the, you're talking the like, tumult and all. The entire through oh, line of God. Billy Joel's career, basically, <laughs> where it's just oh, like, God. I'm drunk and I'm sad and I'm yelling about it. And now I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Everything no, I, know, I write I don't, I don't, sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't like oh, those up-tempo God. numbers. I like, I like the, uh, the drug-fueled ballad. Give me yeah, some yeah. Captain Jack. That's, That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Give me some Captain Jack. Oh, man. Brian, yeah, thank you exactly for your right. call. You are an angry, vengeful king, but we yeah. appreciate yeah. all thank the work I, you do. Thank you. I had to think of... I had to think of something, and when I found it, it was like, I'm definitely calling today. That, that is my answer. <laughs> Man, that's, that's All right, have a, have a good one, guys. All right, talk to Thanks, you later. <laughs> wow. You know, I, like, I had not thought about blankets in that context, but 
yeah, he's absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> it is self-indulgent crybaby crap. And it was yeah. just Craig Thompson working through something. Now, I found it to be beautiful. Right. But I can also see other people going, okay, you can't do this in 100 pages. <laughs> really, dude? <laughs> I mean, it was long. It was But that's long. his MO, you know. It was long. I mean, he's a fan of the long form. All right, we got two more voicemails we're going to hit. Oh, buddy. Let's see who we're hitting here. I don't even know who well, Zach is. Hollowell says blankets sucked. Fair enough. Zach doesn't have any feelings, that's though. True, that's of course true. he didn't like it. Come on. Hey, nerds. This is BS3 with some BS for you. Aloha, I should say. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I've been absent for a little bit. have got a lot going on uh, professionally right now. Uh, but I wanted to call in with some question of the week stuff. Uh, so my uh, best worst, I'm surprised nobody called in with, it was the New Universe title. I love two. The new universe. universe. And the price is always right at a quarter an issue. Because I never left the quarter bins in my lifetime. Uh, I love those things, even though they're cheesy and bad. And what this does is it undermines my credibility for my answer to uh, worst best. Uh, because the worst best is actually incredibly well written, but a bad comic. I'm going with the killing joke on this one. Not that. Uh, killing joke is very well written in terms of uh, the scenes, the dialogue. All that stuff is great, but the contribution, the, the, the comic as a whole, Bad for comics and a bad issue. Uh, it, it's not just the paralysis of the rape or anything like that. But that final scene, when Batman laughs, is just like, I don't know. It, it undermines anything good about the issue in the first place. And I also don't like its contribution to the comics world, making Joker somehow empathetic and also, you know, um, an awful dude. Yeah. That's my answer. Uh, I'm sure you all disagree. Uh, be well, and I'll talk to you all soon. Bye. I wow. am firmly in the Killing Joke camp. Like I, that book. That's I two for Alan Moore as that's well. That's two for Alan Moore. I remember reading the Killing Joke when I was younger, and it just blew my mind, and it like set up yeah. just things you never thought. Like the like the, we all knew the Joker is evil. Like and if I read it now, I might think that. Like I might be like, this is garbage. But like when I read it, I was like, oh, I would argue it still holds up pretty well. I mean, you've got I haven't read amazing it. Amazing art like by Brian years. Boland, and like oh man, that Brian book, Boland is amazing. That book was. Incredible. I get some of the critique of it, but I also, I also don't like when people get mad at creators writing villains doing evil things. It's yeah. not celebrating something. It's yeah. showing that they're doing something evil. And yes, bad guys do bad stuff. Yeah. And if we don't allow bad guys to do bad stuff, then we're all going to end up reading the GI Joe Eco Force versus cobra who's trying to poison the well they're, <laughs> they're pouring sludge on polar bears you know like not anymore that's yeah. you know that's, like that's i don't need bad. that crap i mean i would read that book like <laughs> now i will say great. the thing in the very end with batman laughing mm. i i still to this day don't totally get that yeah i'm not it doesn't ruin it for me uh, i don't get the endings of most of alan moore's books yeah he's so. he's, he's way out there i don't but so i i hear you talking if you take the last five pages out of every Alan Moore book, I think they'd probably be all be like my top 10 books. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I don't know. Like, I feel like both. And here's a hot take. I feel like both V for Vendetta and Watchmen movies ended better yeah, than better. the books. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> absolutely. All right. I lied. We have three calls left. Ooh. We got our buddy Anthony from Brooklyn. Love this guy. We Anthony. love this dude. Anthony. Hey, guys. It's uh, Anthony currently presiding in Brooklyn. Hope you guys are well. I missed you. Uh, I have a, a kind of a question for you. I have a question for you. Is it better to have characters with dated values but timeless origins 
or more contemporary characters with outdated origins that need to be fixed at times. Uh, Let me explain. So I was reading this article today about how Marvel is rebooting the Fantastic Four timeline, uh, dating their space launch in 2001. And I just think it's weird how they need, like, personally, I don't care. Like, I just kind of go with the flow. But, I mean, there's so many of their characters who need to be, who are kind of dated, right? Like, Tony Stark's origins are in the Vietnam War, but then they rebooted to the Gulf War. You know, Magneto is a Holocaust survivor, but is still running around and looking great. I don't know. He got de-aged. Magic. He got turned into a kid, remember? But, like, I guess they feel the need to, you know, update them. Whereas, in contrast, DC Comics... Their characters may have dated values, you know, like Superman, who's super, you know, like truth, justice, and uh, he's for everybody, which unfortunately people think is dated. You know what? I'm saving this. Yeah. I'm saving this for an Ask a Nerd segment yeah. because this is a whole thing. Oh, God. But I, this I is might a not be awake to, to call. Oh, I can send an email. Yeah, this is a whole thing. Anthony, thank you very much. Yeah, that's a good. I'm saving this. It's too good. Yeah. It's well, too... I mean, is there anything? Is there anything? I mean, is there anything left at the end? Like, does he say, hey, hey, buddy, glad you're back from Hawaii? No. I mean, I'm sure he does. We'll get to that <laughs> later. We'll play it again later. But that's, it's too long to go into now. And I'm going to use that as an Ask a Nerd segment. Thank you, Anthony, for helping us fill time on the regular show. Joe's let's answering our, the question right now. Let's go to our final call. Don't answer it, Joe. We're going to talk about this God. at length. It's too, it's too good. We're going to go with, oh, I'm not even going to announce him. You'll know who it is when we play it. Hey, two-headed nerd, it's Jesse again from GrawlixPodcast.com, and I am sending in my answer of the week. Guys, I'm glad you're back. All is now right with the world. Even the Blinkatron seems to be working. For now. Right, I'm going to get right into it. The question of the week, uh, which if I have this right, is the worst of the best. In my opinion, the worst of the best is a Grant Morrison book. Oh. It gets an uh-oh. awful lot of praise, and either I'm totally missing the point or I'm daft and I just don't get the deeper literary contexts. But I don't care for Grant Morrison's The Invisibles. I've only read volume one, but I powered through that thing because, well, I bought volume one. If I were buying that thing in floppy monthlies, I would have given up like a couple issues in. Man, they lost me by the end of it. If they did, if all those little things went somewhere, I didn't even care to know at that point. I mean, like the first issues revolve around this really generally unlikable kid who just wants to burn down schools, uh, destroy stuff, steal cars. And, and apparently, though, he's got the stuff to be a secret freedom fighter. So we're going to send, uh, old Tom, this seem what appears to be a bum to, uh, teach this kid how to eat blue mold. So they can go on crazy blue mold trip and learn how how to jump off of a building so that he can join a team of misfits. But that's awesome. And while they're doing things that might that actually sound interesting, like going back in time, we're going to get weird cut scenes that involve really flowery prose poetry and poets. (laughs) I just don't get it. The Invisibles just was not for me. When people talk about The Invisibles and how great it is and how much they love it, I just kind of... I just kind of scratch my head and I go, huh? Well, guys, there you have it. Hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk at you later. I love the invisibles. I know you do. Uh, I do. And I totally understand 
everybody out there that hates it. Right. Because it is Grant Morrison at his most Grant weird. Morrison-y. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know, he's a weird cat. Well, he, this was when he was younger, too. Yeah. And he was, like, doing experimental storytelling and shit. And experimental drugs. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that definitely came through. And, look, he just summed up the first volume pretty well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least he did. Hey, hey Anthony. Wait, wait, that wasn't Anthony. No. No. That, that was, was Jesse. Jesse. Sorry, Jesse. God, I'm terrible. Uh, at least you didn't buy the omnibus. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> but I totally get it. it it's ah, it's so Grant Morrison. It's Grant Morrison. Yeah. If you took Grant Morrison, put him in a spoon, and cooked him down with a little bit of water <laughs> into a rock, and then you smoked it, and you went, your eyes spun around, and you're like, Grant Morrison! It's nuts. <laughs> you know. But I totally love it. Oh, I man. get it. Yeah. I totally get it. God, I'm still trying to think of what mine's going to be. It's a book. You better come up there right now because it's time for our answers. I'm figuring it out. It is time for our answers. I was really hoping somebody was going to call and talk about Star Wars, but oh well. That was two weeks ago. Yeah. That's long gone. (sighs) Well, I'm going to get my answer while you think of yours. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Mine was a relaunch of Plastic Man. This was back in 2004. Good Lord. Kyle Baker. Legendary artist Kyle Baker. It was announced that he was going to do this Plastic Man relaunch and he was going to bring Plastic Man back to DCU. I love Plastic Man. I love Kyle Baker. This is going to be awesome, right? Kyle Baker drew all four issues of this with his feet. It (laughs) looks terrible. And it was all these like dumb jokes. It had nothing to do with anything that was going on in the DCU at the time. It was completely set set, on its own. And it just came off as like bad 60s slapstick comic book humor and it won like four eisners yeah and everybody loved it i hated it absolutely hated it and i love kyle baker just every once in a while he chooses to a plastic man series won eisners oh yeah it was like a four issue series that he did because it was kyle baker and he's a darling and the guy is wildly talented i love his work this i just don't know why he drew it the way he did. I didn't find it funny. Yeah. It was just a waste of time. And as I recall, all the issues were like thick prestige issues. So they were like five or six bucks each. And I fell yeah. for the first one and was just like, what? This? Yeah. yeah. And everybody loved it. Universally praised. I don't get it. Man, I would love to look at that. Uh, Ugh, it was not good. I don't, I don't, I, that blows my mind that there's a universally praised Plastic Man book. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, Kyle Baker's pretty sweet. I, he's amazing. It, this just did not work at all. I don't know what he was going for, but everybody else did, and they loved it. So you better have an answer now. I'm thinking uh, it's hard to gauge. I can think of things that I know that are from big creators doing big things that I thought fell flat, but I don't know if everybody else thought they didn't fall flat. Well, you know, pick one. So, like... Uh, final crisis, Grant Morrison's final crisis. Not, it was terrible. Not not good. It was terrible. I don't know if it was. Yeah. But I think universally everybody kind of went, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When they were like, Oh, we're fighting this big, bad thing. It's this big, bad thing. We got to stop this thing. Oh wait, no, that's not it. It's that it's over there. Ah, the end. Yeah. And I was like, (laughs) and like in the middle of it, there's two issues of Superman where you have to wear 3d glasses. Uh, Fuck you. Yeah. No, don't, don't make, that's not necessarily his fault. I know, but like, don't make me wear 3D glasses. It was stupid. I don't go to 3D movies. I don't like them. I certainly don't care about 3D comics. I definitely don't care I about don't 3D comics. I don't care about 3D comics at all. I have a very big backlog of comics to read. I'm sorry that I don't have a better one. Like, I know there's a lot of new stuff out that I 
maybe I wouldn't like if I read it. Sure. But, you know, can't afford them all. <laughs> Fair enough. I want to thank everybody that called in to play along this week. Everybody Thanks. that watched on our Facebook page. Everybody that gave us a little thumb up or heart. I don't even know how that really works. I think they just like tap like, I'm into it's, this. It looks like this. Whatever. See, like, boop. Oh, I see. Look, okay. I like something I don't know what. Yeah. Oh, you just liked racist guy. Way to go. It, that oh, was, wow. That was your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's white nationalist Joe Patrick. It's oh, a different right, guy. Right, right, right. <laughs> we do not like that guy. Oh, that guy. That's <laughs> is he is he drawing for cable? Did you guys talk about that this week? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. The guy that draws for cable? Oh my god. No. Okay, breaking news. Guy that draws for cable is a total piece of shit. Oh really? Yeah. He's and like alt right guy. Yeah. Oh. He, he compared. Uh, Who is he? He compared SJWs to Nazis, and uh, was, I can't remember his fucking name now. You can- He's oh, a terrible person. No shit, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, it, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. We're not going to that here. Get, go into it on the show if you if you can. <laughs> Regardless, we don't have a show without you guys. So thank you for playing along. We'll be back here next Saturday from eleven thirty to twelve thirty Central. If Joe Patrick, I has, probably won't be. Doesn't back have here. his leg amputated. Maybe he will be here as well. Before well, we get out of here, on though, it. they could put a wheel they on could it. Put a wheel on it. Before we get out of here, though, I need you, Keith, to introduce the new question of the week. I got it right here. All right, cool. If you just want to read this. The this week's question comes from BS3, that's Black Scorpion 3. Black Scorpion the 3. Oh, the 3. Yeah, that's My how you, okay. you say it. Black properly. Scorpion the 3. <laughs> yes. And Amy from North Dakota. So they like teamed up on this one? Is they this a, is both this a team up question? They both yeah, yeah, yeah. They tagged Question in. of the week team up. The ref was turned around for a minute and they both came in the ring and asked the question. Oh and then the ref turned around and was like, Amy Batter, you get out of here. What? <laughs> like, Royal Rumble. BS3 is, tomorrow, is the it is. Oh, BS3 shit. is the legal man. And she's like, I wasn't doing nothing. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what part of comics continuity would you like to make an Elseworld instead? How would you imagine the continuity to continue without it and how could that Elseworld amplify what you put there? What? That so is, That is heady. Yo. So like a part of comic book continuity that you would rather see as an Elseworld yeah. than in regular continuity because you liked it because maybe it didn't work. Like, And how would it work? Like when they turned Tony Stark into like a kid. Like the New 52 was all Elseworlds. Like when we say, okay, when they <laughs> turned Tony Stark <laughs> into a kid, what if he just stayed a kid oh, and man, grew up gonna, like that? You know, I was going to mention something about who was it that talked about Magneto? Be, oh, the old timey values. Like, oh yeah, we got to talk about that later. Yeah, next week. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. That's or gonna be the too, week after. That's gonna be too good. Yeah. Okay, so there it is. We look forward to hearing from Amy and Black Scorpion. Yeah, you better call one. in. Look forward to hearing from you nerds. We'll be back. All y'all nerds. Next week, another cover to cover. Uh, hopefully, you will already have listened to the regular show. You will hear Joe Patrick there. Let's all get yeah. our buddy Keith. Little round of applause. Thanks, Keith, for filling in. Woo! Glad to be here. But for now, this is the two-headed nerd signing off. I gotta go back to sleep. Mm-hmm.